Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you've heard me speak about, for John baptised with water, but in a few days you'll be baptised with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, it's not for you to know the time or dates the father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Jerusalem, tick. Judea, tick. Samaria, tick, to the ends of the earth, we're still working on that and that's continuing to grow. And part of our looking at how to be a witness and witnessing, which is a major part of Acts, uh, we thought this morning it would be good to hear a couple of practical stories that we've heard about ourselves. Uh, one from uh, Kristen uh, Schmidt and also uh, one from Justin uh, as well too. So here's a couple of practical ways where uh, people have been witnessing to the Lord within their own uh, work circumstances uh, too. So Justin, do you want to pop up first, mate? Okay, I just wanted to go and have a couple of caveats before I start because um, I work in a uh, mission organisation and so when I talk about work, uh, talking about Jesus in a workplace, um, I, I think it's probably a bad witness if you go and spend two hours out of your work day um, going and, uh, <laughs> and uh, talking about Jesus um, instead of doing the work that you're actually being paid to do. So I wanted to put that out there and also... Um, I don't think that I'm a natural evangelist. Um, my, my work, I, I'm out at the Australian Centre for Mission Aviation and I, um, I'm a practical type of person. That sort of shows out, like I work on aeroplanes. When I was um, doing things like beach mission, I was the equipment officer. I'm the behind-the-scenes type of person. So I get as nervous as what anyone else does the moment that there's an opportunity or thing to talk about Jesus. And, and so often I come out of conversations and I... I think, oh, I missed that opportunity. I, I, I blew it, or I, I, yeah, I can really identify with um, guys here because it's not um, me sort of being in this mission thing. Um, but anyway, a little story which I had. Um, we had some work experience people um, out just recently at work, and um, great opportunity. We got some young people, and um, I just had this. Um, I, we had one fellow who uh, he's been asking. Oh, he, he, he wanted to um, find out a bit more about mission aviation. He loves the idea. He also says, yeah, I'm a Christian. Um, and through the week, I'm just working, and I think, how can I sort of um, ask a few more questions and, and find out where things are? And it took a bit of courage to sort of um, to try and get the story going. But really, it was amazing. And I just see when God um, started working through me. Because like we and I... I really just prompted and said, well, what do you think a Christian is? Because he's identified as a Christian. So, yeah, what would you say it is that a Christian is? And just asking questions like that. The net result was we got, I spoke for two hours, which is why I was saying don't go and do this necessarily in your workplace if your boss isn't going to let you. But, um, yeah, I ended up speaking for uh, about two hours with this fellow and we went and covered a whole range of topics. We talked about what is a Christian um, the distinctive of Christianity versus other religions, how the Bible fits together and can be trusted, all the stories that, um, that he knew, like he, he knew from Sunday school things, um, the secular world that we live in, uh, it's a different worldview, um, what, uh, why we want to go and share the gospel with others, and, and lots of other things. It was just a really encouraging time, and as I say, it was actually quite different for me to be, even be able to be involved in that way, because I'm the, I am the behind-the-scenes type of person, and and it wouldn't come naturally from me to go and speak like that, but um, I could just see God at work. And so I just want to say, hey, 
God is great, and um, if you're willing to just step out a little bit and, and um, give it a go, it's amazing where God can take you. This is Kristen, and uh, Chris, first of all, Kristen, what's your job? Where, where do you actually work? I'm a nurse. Um, at the moment, I'm running the tobacco-free clinics across Eastern Health, but I've got a long background in critical care nursing and theatre. Good. That's your idea, which is very handy for somebody like me, I'm sure. It's mm-hmm. a fantastic <laughs> experience that a few times. So tell us, within your own workplace, mm-hmm. uh, have you had experience of being able to share Christ with anybody? Yeah. Um, so on a few occasions, I'm a bit like Justin in that I get a bit scared that I'm going to say the wrong thing and that it's going to end up worse than where it started. But every time that I have shared the gospel, it's been most accidentally, it's clearly been a God-defined moment and not anything that I've gone to work planning to do with anyone. Um, this week, I'll just share a story. I, At the moment, I generally work by myself, so I do a lot of work with mental health clients and things, and often that does bring up some interesting conversations. But this week, I got a message at quarter past eight. I started at eight saying, can you have a student at 8.30? And I was like, okay, that wasn't what I had planned for my day, but it's okay. So I just quickly prayed to God because I was like, I don't know how I'm going to handle it. I've got a few really unwell clients on the mental health spectrum. Um, And sometimes that can be difficult with an extra person in the room who they don't know. Um, So I spent a little bit of time praying and this girl arrived and we got off to a great start and that was good. Um, And turned out she's getting married in November. So we got talking about her wedding and everything. And as it came out, she's a Turkish girl who has a Muslim faith. Um, And we got to explore lots of different things. She wasn't covered at work and then got to talk about why she wasn't covered and all those sorts of things. It turns out that she's exploring her own beliefs at the moment. For years she's just gotten up in the morning, covered herself and done what everybody does because that's tradition. But she's gotten to a point where, you know, things aren't going well for her as a Muslim, things aren't going well for her um, as a Turkish girl. And she's now exploring why she does what she does and what she believes through that. So I got a, we had a great conversation and I got to share what I believe and... Yeah. The bit she forgot to share, which she shared with me, was the bit where she was really annoyed when she had to take somebody <laughs> on. And it just turned out that God had ordained this. Mm-hmm. And see, uh, quite often the case where you're not expecting it or you're not even wanting to, and then you find yourself in this conversation completely different than what you thought it might be in the first mm-hmm. place. Tell me, Kristen, just for interest's sake, um, because uh, you have got into the habit, whether you want it to or not, of sharing the gospel with people, what's, what's difficult about that? Or what is that, what's God actually taught you through that? Um, I spent a lot of time resisting sharing my faith at work and that was for a lot of reasons. As nurses, I think, I don't know, I haven't worked in a lot of other workplaces so I have to just speak for that. But nurses talk about issues all the time so you tend to know where, where everybody stands on lots of different issues and a lot of those are against what I believe so a lot of the time I'd spend just listening to what they have to say and tend to hide my own feelings. But um, I've found that over the last few years, it's been tough for me to get up and leave for work in the morning, particularly given that you know there's so much else going on in our lives. We've got four little kids and heaps of different stuff happening. So I would have to pray to get me to work because it wasn't where I needed, where I wanted to be. But God has continually showed me that it's where I need to be, and He's continually put me in these situations where I found that I've been sharing my faith before I've even had the chance to realise that it's happening. So. Yeah, I think I've just learnt to pray as the conversations take me by surprise because God can only do the work. Thanks, uh, thanks Kristen. Thanks, um, Justin. Um, just to encourage you along the way, if you, if you aren't sure how to share your faith, 
Um, you don't have to be clever, just by the way. You don't have to know everything. Please don't think you have to know everything. That's an absolute fallacy that you have to be able to answer every question. In fact, if you come across questions where you don't know the answer to, you simply say this. You simply say, you know what? That's a really good question, and I'm not quite sure of that one. But what I'll do is I'm going to go and speak to some people who know that, and I'll get back to you because I really want to give you an intelligent answer on that too, So rather than try and do it by yourself. The other thing is the best testimony you can give is your own story your own story of how you came to Christ, what God has actually done in your own life. That's the best testimony of all.